It was the first time that I had to realize that um, this business, the drag business, is all about themselves. And I get, you know, I, I get like I want to look out for myself, but when somebody like me, who's been around for 10 years, and I, I, I am so grateful, I have taken time off and I have found myself and the community has supported me no matter what. And I do appreciate that because I think that is the, the true heart of Carnita, Nathan, whatever. It's like mad love. And I, I kid you not, this community has been there many, many times and they'll continue to be there because they're, that's the reason why I, I am Carnita. That's why I am so bold sometimes because I feel like there is um, this misunderstood part of the community that doesn't get represented that much. And I think what it is, is the people that don't get represented that much, um, they just back down from this force that says like these people that have been around for a while. Mm -hmm. And I have heard it said to the people that I love, like I work with now, I have heard it weeks ago, months ago, even a year plus ago, I heard these things where some of the veteran and uh, individuals would tell the girls or guys in the back in the, in the dressing room, like, why'd you wear that? Yeah. Don't ever do that. Don't ever throw your money up in the air. You really need to do this kind of song. And I was like, that's no, that's, that's not okay. Yeah. And then I, I know like your heart, your heart is like, I really want them to fit in and I really want them to like fill the mold, but you shouldn't have to try to do that with all these new performers because some of the new performers will, will never be what you want them to be. And that's why they're amazing. Okay. Okay. They'll never be what you want them to be. So that brings up a very interesting point. So when you say what you want them to be, you say there's a lot of like, you say there's like a, a lot of like, uh, this is how it's supposed to be yes. in this community. Yeah. How does that, uh, how does that affect who you are as a performer and as an individual? Like, so let's talk a little bit about Cardi. Cardi is like, well, if I, if I go, if I go back and like when I originally started drag, it's like, <clears throat> I started, I worked in, in the clubs, um, like an old club in uh, Scottsdale. Like I was really in Scottsdale a lot because that's where I worked. And I worked for one of the legends here that had been around for years. And I was one of her like, um, table cleaners, like, okay. <laughs> I mean, like waitress, I don't know what do you call them. Uh, but this boy, <laughs> I don't know. I would just like go around and like take we'll people. Go with table cleaner, that's fine. Table, I'm okay with that. I'm in love with it. Go so ahead. I would clean the tables, and and then I ended up starting giving people drinks, and then I moved moved to bartender. Okay. But the experience that I had is not the person. Like the per the experience that I had with the person is not the person I know them to be that they are now to some some new people. Okay. So talking about somebody individual? Yeah. um, Well, I'm talking as a whole, but I'm talking about like what really got me like hooked. Gotcha. Is um, I I ended up wearing like costume lashes 
And I'm not talking like, like I'm talking like I waited specifically for a long time to go after Halloween to Walgreens. Okay. <laughs> to get that 50% off Halloween stuff, like, like Halloween stuff, like crazy feathers and like, sure. like bird wings that you're like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with them? And I didn't do any other makeup, just my eye makeup with lashes. And I worked at this club and um, I, you know, bar bartended and gave people drinks and cleaned the tables and all that fun stuff. But then I was able to um, get asked um, to, to continue on after they changed ownerships. And the new owners, they're like, you need to you need to tone that down and I can't have you wearing lashes oh, anymore. Okay. So you started to build this character. You started to build this. No, no. I was arm. actually starting to feel my comfort. Okay. Right. And I Something really felt so freeing when I wore like a, a winged eye or like sure. those big lashes. I just sure. felt like I felt like it was my true self. So when you were being your true self, yeah, um, you started to have people tell you not to be that person. Yeah. Um, well, I had people just um, not not until the new owners happened. So okay. everybody just kind of left it alone because they knew me and I worked with them, and they kind of like were like, "Oh, cool, just." Big homo. Sure. Um, okay. <laughs> a homo and a homo bar. Like, what are you going to expect, you know? Right. Um, so the new owner said, I don't want you to wear lashes anymore. And then you need to tone it down. Like, not. And this was a gay bar. It was originally, yeah. So why would why would someone tell you? So why would someone in the community running a gay well, bar I think, tell you? I think, I think they were straight. I don't know. Okay. I didn't really, well, I didn't really get that far. Okay. Because um, <laughs> they did close down shortly after. So. Um, okay. I didn't, How long ago was this? Oh my gosh, this is gosh, I think you're this a long time ago. Okay, very long. Time. At least 2010, maybe before that. Um, but anyways, so this, so they told me to tone it down, and I, I went up the stairs because the dressing room was upstairs at the time in like the manager's office. Sure. And I like bawled, and I was crying, and I like, like this is how I remember it. As I remember telling, I'm gonna say her name, Barbara Seville. Sure. I remember telling her this story. And the way I remember, and I will always choose to remember is Barbara grabbed my arm and she's like, she's like, if they don't let you wear lashes, I'm not going to work here anymore. Wow. And I was like, you're not going to work here if they don't let me wear lashes. And she marched, I think, I don't know, she called them up or she marched her happy ass down to the club. And she's like, you're going to let him wear lashes. And you're not going to say anything because that's what's going to happen. Like kind of attitude. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, okay, Barbara, number one Saturday show in the, in the whole city. Like, okay, Barbara. Sure. Okay. So let's, let's switch it up. So, so Barbara Seville, a very big name here in Phoenix. What did it feel like for you to be shown love by somebody who's just been like, just in the game and been kind of like a, a main contributor to, to the city? What yeah. It, feel like? it, it felt like. I felt like I wasn't just watching a show anymore. I felt like I was a part of something bigger and that even though we like I got her drinks and like she had her show and, and I got her drinks. Um, the time that I had with her was she was so grateful for that, that she would stand up yeah, and stand up to somebody she probably didn't even met the new owners or like whatever. And she just was like, here's the thing. I have my number one Saturday show. Yeah. And if it's, if it's going to bother you that much that he doesn't need, that he can't wear lashes, then I don't want to work here. Like just to, just as like, just sure. flat out say that sure. like number one Saturday show, number one following number one, in my opinion, the number one drag person that I, 
in the in the valley, my personal opinion. You take that and you say, all because of some lashes to somebody you don't even know, like that that was so impactful. And you know, some some of these new these new performers come up to me and they say these like things that the people in the community tell them not to do. I'm like, no, come, come what do are it. Some of those things? <laughs> well, there was there was an underground queer show here in Phoenix and Honest, to be honest with you, I am so sorry that I didn't know the name of it until after I started the Queer Agenda. Just um, I had the, we, I was doing like Sunday shows at random times, like every maybe like five or six weeks in um, Scottsdale at BS West. Sure. Um, ben and Ruby, I don't know if you ever met them. They, um, they would do one Sunday, I think it's called um, Sis, and I would do another Sunday that like in between the reality TV, the reality, the uh, drag competition thing. Sure. And um, when I was able to see the need for a little bit something different, I um, I really invested so much money, and um, and I tried to partner with somebody that would able that was able to help me. Somebody that like was in LA, like they could kind of help me with that. Sure. And um, I had to deal with that as like my first like big show and we brought in like really amazing people and it was able to be a great show. And from like that really packed, packed show, I realized like there's a, there's a need here. There's a real big need for something different okay. and not something different. Like, um, like just like straight goth, but like, weird strange beautiful funny like campy like there's there's a need for something that's very different than just female illusion like pretty gotcha. yeah so then so then carnita sada is born yes, yes. Would you agree i would say within, so, within that time i realized that i needed i needed to um i really need, i i always look weird like not weird but like for the last couple of years i started doing the beard thing and i was really trying to find myself really trying to find myself um, and then like in 2018, I realized that I had to, like, I was like, I, I felt like I lost that person with the lashes. Huh. So I, um, I don't know why, I don't know why I felt that way. And I was like that, that person that was like really like gung ho, um, and had like that feeling, I missed that feeling. So then I, so, so I created this like idea that I had to find myself, I guess, which is weird. And then that is Carnita. Yes, would you agree that? So is Carnita still somebody who's trying to find herself? Um, I I think you should never stop finding yourself. That's not the question that I asked. The challenge is, okay. is Carnita someone who is still trying to find herself every day, every day. Mm -hmm. Okay. So so I want to talk a little bit about Carnita, right? I want to talk about. Um, I just want to know like what purpose she serves for you. Individually in your life. Mm -hmm. How was Credit showed you up? Ooh. Um, so many ways. Um, Carnita was born from community. Okay. And I think Carnita stands for community. And I think the reason why I was so passionate about being a social worker. It's because somebody from the community that was a social worker impacted me. Okay, so let's talk, talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, well, I originally moved here to go to ASU 10 years ago, and that was pretty much the only reason, the only ever, the only thing I ever heard of in Phoenix. Never been there, never looked it up, never like really understood anything about Phoenix or Arizona, really, is I, um, I just moved here 
on a whim, sure. wanting to go to ASU. Yeah. And not ASU where I graduated, but ASU where I wanted to be um, a broadcast journalist like at Walter Cronkite School. And I, th- and I thought that was cool because I worked for um, one of the weathermen on CBS where I came from in Illinois. And everything I did with him was community-based. So raising yeah. toys or like um, all these different things was so community-based. And I love that aspect. I really wanted to, um, I don't know, I wanted to read the news. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> I will never judge you. Listen, I always wanted to read the news. I, 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 I read the news, or just like, or like, be like the the person who tells the story. The one, the, the one that tells the story. Like, okay, so like out here on Route sixty six. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, not behind the be that. Not behind the desk. Like, okay. right. no, I want to be. Read the news. I want to be out there, and I, I like used to. I, I. Oh my gosh, I was so so nervous, but I um I listened to Telemundo a lot. You and, speak Spanish. <laughs> I took so many years of Spanish, and you know how many years of English I took, and I'm still so bad at both of them. <laughs> My gosh! Okay. Telemundo, oh, that sounds great. Yes, yeah, so I wanted to be a. Um, I, so I was going to try to be a Telemundo um, news anchor. You were going to be a Telemundo. Yeah, I wanted anchor. to be both. I wanted to be. A, I wanted to be a Telemundo and a regular news anchor. God. So what? Why are? What's kept you from doing that now? Um, I can't speak Spanish hey. or read English. So I want to talk more about Carnegie. Okay, whatever Carnegie, you want. Whatever you want. This is whatever you want, but it's you know it's a love show. Okay, I want yeah. to talk about love. Okay, I, I got love to love. I know you do. I know you do. So Carnita. Yeah, that's me. That's that's you. Is it's that a part of me. It's, it's a part of me. Okay. So who? So who is Carnita when she's not Carnita? Um, well, I'm learning this thing called relaxing. Okay. Um, not really quite sure what that is because it's new to me in the last week or so. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but who is Carnita when she's not Carnita? Oh, she's trying to relax. <coughs> What's her name? What's his name? Oh, his name is Nate. Nate. Okay. My family calls me Nate. So Nate. Mm-hmm. So when you, when people meet Carnita, mm-hmm. do they ever, do they ever have an opportunity to meet Nate? Um, yes. Yes. I would say because they go hand in hand, you do, um, I'm sure there's times where I'm more Carnita than I am Nathan or Nate. And I'm also feel like there's times when I'm more Nathan than I am Carnita. And it's not because, it's not because it's a choice. It's because that's the type, that's my life that requires more time and energy and focus. And over the past year plus, actually take that back. Oh my gosh. So I've been four years ago, five years ago when I started school. So I had this Carnita thing and I had a full-time school. Sure. And at one time I had a full-time work and it's, it requires a lot. Sure. sure. Both sides. So you've got Carnita and you've got mm-hmm. and your family, your family knows you. Right? Correct. Of your friends. That they call me Dudabugs actually. So Dudabugs. Okay. Yeah. I love Dudabugs. That's fantastic. Never yeah. heard that. So I'm going to do I don't know what it means, but half the stuff my mom says, I just laugh. Yeah. I don't know what it my means. My mother calls me Kevin. So it's oh. a bit, my name is Curly Kelvin. But anyway, she named me. Anyway, so the question I have for you, my friend, is, is that of your, so you say Nate is, is, is who you were called by your family. Yeah. Of your closest that's where I was born. friends. That's my born name. Gotcha. Of your closest mm-hmm. friends, how many of them know Nate and see Nate on Nate on more than they see Carnegie? Does that make sense? Oh yeah. I how many how many people know Nate? I um 
I would say obviously anybody that I grew up with, people that I was friends with sure. till I left. Um, last, in the last year, how many people have, have known me? Um, like probably one. Not not um not because I didn't want to, but sure. because it's my life needs other things. Okay. Okay. So that's very interesting. So now when you're in a let's say if you're in a relationship and you are are you currently in a relationship or what's your what's your status? Yeah. We're figuring it out. Figuring it out. Yeah. Okay. So in the relationship that you have right now, mm-hmm. um, would you say that Carnita has helped or has hurt her? Oh, hurt for sure. Okay. So tell me more about that. Um, well, I think the underlying thing is stress. I don't deal with stress very well. Um, you say I, are you talking about Nate or are you talking about Carnita? Me as a person. Okay. Both. That could be a, like, okay. yeah. And wait, just actually refer to me as Carnita because it's like, it's easier just to Perfect. remember that. Perfect. Um, Perfect. and I, I have a best friend whose name is Nate. So it's easier for them to call him Nate and me Carnita. Carnita. Uh, um, so even my family, they're like, Big name, little name. Uh, sure. Confusing. So it's easier that way when, especially I'm out in public with Ma. Now, besides him, who's been in my life forever, um, just my partner. I haven't really focused on um, a lot of personal relationships as much as I would like to. And you feel that Carnita kind of gets in the way of that sometimes? I would say um, Carnita wanted to do too much, gets in the way, I think, at times. Sure. It's gotta be tough. Yeah. It's gotta be tough. Yeah, I, I can tell you like we're since we're going through this, like the hardest the hardest comment that I you know, I can bounce things off and um yeah, you know, I can ricochet things because I'm used to I'm used to hearing I'm used to working with people that um feel that way and sure. it's it's not it's not a negative thing to me. But um the hardest thing to deal with like work working this out is the fact that um the, my my partner doesn't want to be a part of my activism life. Okay. That's hard. Yeah, that's really hard. Like, there's a there's a lot that like maybe I could like pull back or do less shows or like try to not, not involve myself so much. But um, my activism is what drives Carnita. Yeah. One question that I have mm-hmm. in regards to your partner. Yeah. Right. You guys are going through. Mm-hmm. Is there a moment that you can think of, or, or tell me the moment that you tell me the moment that you knew that your partner loved you? That was in, that was love. Like, when, when did you know that? that would, you, I mean, would you say that he ever had love for you? Um, yeah. So tell me that story. When did you When did you know that he loved you? Um, I knew he loved me. When I met him because he really felt it was very important for me to process my old relationship before I got in a relationship with him. So and that took he, about a year. How did he do that? Keeping me very far away. From what? From from um each other. Like, so making it like, away from you. Yeah, like, to make let, it, to allow you to go through the... Yeah, like, let, let, not just that, but, like, keeping me at a lot, like, like, when I would call him and stuff, like, just not being available sometimes. 
That's kind of an, that had to have been tough for him, right? Like if he if he's in love with you and knows that what's important is to keep you away mm-hmm. so that you can process. Yeah. It's gonna be tough for him, right? Yeah, I I I really wish um that I wouldn't have fell in love with him. Why? Because I I fell very hard in love with him and not not a love I've ever had before. An everlasting love. Okay. And when that everlasting love comes that close to you and you fuck it up for that year because you're stressed and you're reacting and being obnoxiously tough to be right. with. Um, to be able to have that everlasting love that I could have prevented far away from me. And now, now because that everlasting love is forever far away from me, I have that internal struggle. Like, I just want to like be me and just say like, I don't give a fuck. I'm better than that. Fuck that shit. I, I'll rise the top, ride that dick. You know, like whatever people say. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hop on another. I don't know what they say. Um, but that's, that's not, that's not me. Yeah. That is not me with him. Yeah. And I don't, I, um, I don't know if if I can um, fight trying to fix what I did or just give up. So two questions. Mm-hmm. First one is, is when you're feeling this way, what you're feeling in your heart, mm-hmm. I can feel it in the room. It's, it's very, uh, it's, it's very human, very human emotion. Um, who steps in to protect your heart now? Is it Carnita or which one? Um, it's Carnita. Okay. Okay. And my second question is this, is that to my knowledge and what I'm hearing is mm-hmm. that Carnita has played a role in the, the breakup of mm-hmm. the love of your life. Do you, do you find value or do you think that it might be possible that you, that you might even break up with Carnita? No. That's the um the struggle because I um I feel like if there's one thing that I, I can ask of any partner and it could be anything like I want you to do this, like the one thing. The one thing I would ever ask of a partner is to never try to change. Ladies and gentlemen, that is another episode of The Love Show. We have Cardita Asada here, who has been talking with us. Thank you so much for coming on the show, my friend. And uh, that is us. Tune in next time. All right, love you. Bye. Wow. Am I doing a commercial for you or for me? Oh, for me? All right, hi, everybody. It's me, Cardita Asada. I'm over here yonder um, listening uh, the same time you are. And the cool thing is, Coming up at the love show with me. Um, please tune in. I'm begging you. Tell a friend, maybe. But if you want to listen to more episodes, go to ybspros.com or find me on every social media. Carnita Asada, the only one, except for Twitter, because y'all are y'all are hateful. <laughs>